Reinvest in your wellness goals this summer with savings on supplements, August 23rd and 24th only. I'll be offering 10% off all products in my online Fullscript Supplement Dispensary. August 23rd and 24th, two days only, get 10% off and free shipping on my entire inventory of top supplements at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock one of the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. It's the safest and most convenient way to purchase my curated supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast, free shipping and optional refill reminders via text or email. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for 10% off and free shipping for two days only. August 23rd and 24th. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. And uh, just uh, uh, today, of course, I'm with Layla Mutin, who is our resident nutritionist. And together we answer your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And we have a pretty good uh, mailbag this week, but uh, let me take a moment to announce that uh, if you uh, are a prompt downloader of podcasts. Uh, today is August 24th, ah. and that means that uh, you still have an opportunity to take advantage of 10% off all products in my online full script supplement dispensary because it's our summer sale, kind of a doldrums time of the year, but mm -hmm. something's happening on the supplement sale front, so it's a great time to stock up on supplements, uh, many of which are hard to find, they're the highest quality because uh, they're fully vetted by me, yep. and they're on full script. And so just go to drhoffmanstore.com for 10% off, and for uh, my patients who listen to this podcast, uh, there's an additional 10% off, so yes. you'll get uh, some really significant benefits, good time to stock up. Uh, so. Um, Recently uh, returned from a trip to Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. How was, was that? It's just amazing. It's an amazing place. Mm -hmm. And uh, cold. You know, nights yeah. 40s, uh, days 50s, uh, you know, ra <coughs> rain, mist, 
<coughs> clouds, mm -hmm. uh, but a good way to get away from the summer heat. And uh, food was great, uh, fresh, yeah. uh, you know, salmon, trout, uh, arctic char. Wow. Real, real arctic char. Yeah. Uh, they do have fish farms there, but a lot of the, the I ordered salmon one night and uh, the way I said, is this farmed or is it uh, wild? And the waiter pointed to the river nearby and said, it's from right here. You know, oh. we just caught it this morning. Fantastic. Uh, so... Uh, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah. Also, lots of good lamb because the whole country, when you drive, it's like oh, sheep, 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 nice. sheep, you know, lots and lots of that. And they're all pastured. They're all... Pastured, yes. yes. Pastured, yes. Beautiful. Uh, and not fed, uh, you know, phony feeds. And then, uh, unexpectedly, some of the best hamburgers that I ever ate. Wow. Up there because... Uh, lamb, lamb burger or ham, beef? Ham, a beef, beef hamburger. A beef burger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, beef burgers. Wow. Because they do have cattle up there and they okay. have good cattle farms. Uh, also, and I thought, you know, I'm going to have to suck it up because it's it's a cold country and there's going to be a lot of fresh produce. So for a while, you know, I won't be getting that much. But what's interesting is that uh, Iceland has a lot of greenhouses. Oh, nice. And Good idea. Yeah. And so the, why that's the case is they have a lot of geothermal. <laughs> so they pipe in hot water into the greenhouses and they have tons of energy there. They, they uh, contrary to the way it is in the rest of Europe and North America, there's no energy shortage. They have tons of geothermal energy. Terrific. The hot water runs turbines, which create electricity. Mm -hmm. And so they have plenty of lights there and they have great fresh salad and tomatoes in hot houses there. Wonderful. Uh, and there was even one place we visited, it was, it was a restaurant within a hot house. Very oh, interesting place. Wow! So, if you're on Facebook, check out my uh -huh. uh, personal page because I have lots and lots of pictures, and many people commented that they were grateful that I took them along on the trip. So uh, they got kind of a travel log, which I, you know, I took a lot of photographs of uh, amazing nice. terrain and waterfalls and uh, uh -huh. volcanic uh, rock structures. Uh, didn't get to the active volcano there because that was a kind of an arduous uh, trip. Mm. And too many people were uh, really, the, the government warned people away from the volcano because it was just too many people were hiking, like sometimes out of shape people, and they were having to be medevaced uh -huh. because it, there's no roads to the volcano. It's just over, you know, very jagged rock to get to the volcano. But wow. uh, it, I mean, definitely <clears throat> there's active volcanoes all over the island. That's how the island was built. Mm -hmm. So, um, very fascinating place. I recommend it highly. And if you want to cool off in the summer, it's a good place to go. I'll bet. Wow. So in addition, I, you know, I'm going to get right to questions, but I have an interesting story to tell, which I'll tell at the top of part two. Okay. Okay. So we'll do that. Um, so uh, questions, drhoffman.net. Fire away, Layla. What's it? Okay. We've got one from Diana. Is it considered safe to take non-GMO sunflower lecithin? I take it for my cholesterol, and I understand taking sunflower lecithin is better than taking soy lecithin, but I read one of Dr. Hoffman's newsletters where it says not to use or eat sunflower oil, but is sunflower lecithin considered the same? Right. Well, sunflower lecithin doesn't contain a lot of omega-6 oil. Mm -hmm. It does contain a small amount of omega-6, Yeah, but not enough to tip your balance away from the 
a desirable uh, three to six ratio. Exactly, because it's in the form of a supplement. Yeah. It's not like you're cooking with sunflower yeah. oil or eating a lot of foods that contain right. sunflower oil. So just to explain, is the major source of uh, lecithin is soy lecithin, but a lot of people are concerned about soy lecithin because A, it's soy, Yeah. and that's sort of like the, the cross to the vampire for a lot of people because they don't want any soy which is, I think, an overreaction. I think some people are sensitive and adverse reactions, and you know, maybe if you have hormonal things going on, it, you know, it, it, it's, thyroid, it's thyroid, and a little bit maybe anti-thyroid, although to a minor degree. Yeah. And then also there's this concern: is it estrogenic? Well, it's actually a type of estrogen that may serve as an estrogen blocker if you've had breast cancer. Because it's so. a weaker, exactly. Yeah. Well, there are two schools of thought on that: that it's a weaker, that it is weaker. It certainly is. That it's taking the place on the receptors. It's a CIRM, a synthetic a estrogen CIRM. receptor modulator, yeah. like then, tamoxifen. Right, but then other scientists are saying it's just more estrogen joining the party. Right, right. So, so you, yeah, okay, so okay. So there, there's no soy in this. Yeah. So the, it's actually more expensive and harder to source the sunflower lecithin. Uh, mm -hmm. By the way, sunflower, you know what the major producer of sunflower is worldwide? Hmm. Ukraine. Oh really? Yeah. So there's going to be some supply chain issues around that sunflower, or it's going to, it's going to get more expensive. I mean, you can grow sunflowers anywhere where there's sun. Yeah. But Ukraine was a major producer. We grow them in the yard. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's perfectly fine. It's non-GMO. It's not even soy. Uh -huh. It's perfectly great. You know, and, and is it going to help the heart? It's one of those old school things, kind of like from the Adele Davis uh, era of nutrition in the '60s. Yeah. Uh, where. It's thought that um, uh, lecithin could be a cholesterol lower. I recently talked to uh, Neil Levin uh, from Protocol for Life Balance, yes. and I asked him about lecithin. He said, "Well, you know, it's old school, but there is some thought that it may have cardiovascular benefits." There we go. Okay. All right. And Diana is taking it specifically for uh, for cholesterol. So, okay. Thank you, Diana, for that question. Let's see here. This is from Kristen. <clears throat> I'm a 55-year-old postmenopausal woman in fairly good health. I work in the extremely demanding field of veterinary medicine. It's stressful physically and emotionally. I've been reading about cortisol levels and cortisol depletion or exhaustion. I have fatigue, trouble falling asleep. I have occasion occasional headaches. I've had weight gain about 15 pounds that I cannot seem mm -hmm. To shake, even if I walk a lot, I'm on and, my feet and, and all day. And that's relevant because cortisol, like prednisone, yes, which is a synthetic form of cortisol, yeah, uh, can have an impact on um, um, the. Um, uh, it, it makes you gain weight mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. makes you more insulin resistant. Yes, yes, puts fat on. Right, Kristen says my question is how do I get my cortisol levels checked, and what do I do if it's low? We're think she's thinking stress. Well, we don't know too. if it's low. It may be high. It may be high. So get an adre adrenal stress index test. Yeah. Which is a four it's a times. It's saliva test. It's a saliva test. Explain. Right. Saliva test. You collect your saliva over the course of a day during particular hours. And a lot of people make the mistake of doing this on a Saturday or Sunday. Do it Monday. Do it during during your regular work week right. if you can, because that's your that's your you know, if there's any stress, it's going to be during your work week. Take it then. And then she's asking what are some natural and then, and supplements. And what, what it could be is, uh, in so there's this guy named Hans Selye who kind of came up with the original theory 
about adaptation. GAS, general adaptation syndrome, yeah. which is that uh, you know normally people produce cortisol in response to stress, but if stress is unremitting, then you overproduce cortisol, and you go through a high cortisol phase where you know we might hold on to fat more readily and have some insulin resistance, yes. and have sleep problems because it tends to interfere with sleep, and generally a sort of a stressed out uh, picture. Yeah. And but then, you know, with unremitting stress, eventually the adrenals wear out mm -hmm. and they you get low cortisol. Now an interesting finding is that uh, one of the features of people who have long COVID is they have low cortisol. Mm. Which opens up a pathway to treating them with adrenal support and adaptogens or maybe even medication. Yes, yes. yes. So some adaptogens are ashwagandha. If if it's low, licorice. Yeah, licorice, or they may benefit from even DHEA. Ginseng. Oh yeah, ginseng. Okay. Sodium. Right. Just salt. Just more salt. salt. People who are who have stressed adrenals like that, they crave salt, which mm -hmm. is very interesting. Yeah. It's like the body is letting you know what it needs. Yeah. And if generally the they have low, high, they have low blood pressure. They, yeah. People with low cortisol. Yeah. And if it's high, taking something like cortisol manager is helpful. Which is um, something that tends to regulate mm -hmm. the, uh, it's got mahonia in it, which is a extract of a plant that tends to uh, reduce cortisol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cortisol is supposed to be higher in the morning, but it's supposed to wane during the course of the day. People who have very high right. cortisol have excess and, and they may have and high cortisol at the end of the day when they're trying to relax yeah. and sleep, yeah. which interferes have, with sleep. They may have a cortisol spike, mm -hmm. especially at night. And certainly, Kristen, and cortisol increases the craving for sweets and carbs. Yes, yes, yes. Kristen, and it doesn't help if you're somebody who's addicted to coffee or any caffeinated beverage to keep you going during, you know, during the course it's of like your day. Like whipping a dead horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just, you know, it, it, it actually, short-term short fix. Yeah and then long-term exhaustion because mm -hmm. it, it's overriding your yeah. body's natural uh, breaks. Right. And it's that feeling of being wired but tired. Yeah. Which I, I think is such a great description. Uh, so there you have it, Kristen. Get a salivary cortisol test. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. Thank you for that. Oh, we've got a question here from Eric. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I received the Moderna vaccine in January. Would you suggest getting a second one and then boosters? I'm unclear if the Moderna is effective against the new variant. Also, I've heard that there's a new vaccine using a different nanotechnology. Do you have an opinion on the new vaccine? Thank yeah, you for Yeah, I think he's talking about the Novavax. And the Novavax uh, is a, really it's not like an old fashioned vaccine, you know, where they take a virus and they, <laughs> incubated on eggs and then they kill it and then they put, mm -hmm. put it. It's still uh, a uh, kind of a, a genetically engineered vaccine. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just a little bit less of a novel technology than the mRNA uh, mm -hmm. vaccines. Look, I mean, at this point, uh, first, you're, only, you're supposed to take two Modernas, really. So this person only took one. They're incompletely protected. But at this point, uh, Omicron seems so relatively mild that unless this person is super high risk, you know, maybe they have uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, emphysema, or they have 
yes. severe diabetes or mm -hmm. if they have very elderly and frail, you know, then, you know, vaccinate up the wazoo. Fine. You'll get maybe some protection, <laughs> although probably not much. But at this point, I got to say that the the vaccines are kind of played out in terms of their efficacy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, most people who've had one or two or three shots, um, you know, I don't they know that you're going to get some. They, they all get COVID and it's a milder variant of COVID. And it, the, it's actually, hooray, you got COVID. You're going to get some, some degree of natural immunity, although just because that's not perfect doesn't mean you need to put, pile vaccines on top of that. <laughs> Plus, there are a lot of questions now about, you know, what all that, uh, you know, what all that vaccine material is doing in the body. And yes. I'm not saying that I'm anti-vaccine because thank no. God for the polio vaccine. Thank God for the smallpox vaccine. Yeah. Thank God for the vaccines that have virtually eradicated very serious diseases. Mm -hmm. They seem to be relatively safe and well-tolerated, but this is a whole different ballgame. There's so many people now reporting side effects yes. from the vaccine, yes. and it's being uh, suppressed. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a very strange thing happening on Twitter, uh, which I follow. Uh, Twitter's a toxic place. It's a very toxic place, but I saw, you know, I, I kind of like put on my, my raincoat and my galoshes, and, <laughs> you know, and I, and I go, I, I wade into Twitter. Yeah. And we're you know, a respirator too. So Twitter is very strange because there are people who are reporting the side effects of COVID itself. And then they're being censored or banned. Oh. Because the stupid people who are monitoring Twitter, yeah. content moderators, yes. think it's about people complaining about the side effects of the vaccine. Oh. And they're not. They're just saying, oh, after COVID, I had this or that, or, blah, 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 blah. or those studies show that after COVID, this or that, <laughs> or the other thing can happen to your body. And they think they're mixed up. They think that that people are anti-vax when they put that up there. They're actually, many of those people are very pro-vax. Yeah. Because they're, they're fearful of what COVID could do. Yeah. So it's, it's just crazy. It's all over the place. I wonder if Twitter is using an algorithm, you know, an AI. Yes. And maybe the AI is messing yeah. up. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's like, uh, you know, reading co comments negative about COVID. Yeah. And assuming yeah. that it's an anti-vax statement. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, they need to uh, upload that AI better or teach it better before they upload it. Or, or maybe something. just let a let a rip. Let you, it know? Rip. you know, exactly. it's, it's like it's like if it's a stupid thing. Yeah, it's a forum. <clears throat> you know, people can say no, that's not true. Mm -hmm. Although there is a herd mentality, people see something or other and they go, you know, crazy. Uh, you know. Mm -hmm. Usually the corrections are much less followed than the statements. Yeah. Yeah. So, Eric, thank you for that question. Good point which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors yes. an opportunity to share a vital message with you. So, here goes. Listen up. If you're over 40, I want to offer you a personal recommendation. Add nitric oxide support to your daily health regimen. You've heard me talk about nitric oxide before. It has a critical impact on the health of your circulatory system, which is critical cardiovascular, cognitive, and even sexual health. We're all born with the ability to make adequate levels of nitric oxide, but as we age, our production goes down, and the efficiency of our body's critical systems are affected. To address my own levels and the levels of my patients, I use Berkeley Life's Nitric Oxide Support Supplement. 
Berkeley Life's Easy 2-Capsule Daily Regimen offers a consistent dose of dietary nitrates, the key ingredient that our bodies need to regain healthy levels of nitric oxide. If you're over 40 or treating blood pressure or erectile dysfunction, I suggest you add Berkeley Life to your routine. You can access Berkeley Life by going to berkeleylife.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman for a special on Berkeley Life's nitric oxide support products and enjoy the boost in nitric oxide that I and my patients all enjoy. Again, that's berkeleylife.com slash Hoffman and use code Hoffman for special access to Berkeley Life. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They, of course, are what make Intelligent Medicine continuing free resource to you. And now back to our questions. We've got one from Danny. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I regularly consume an antioxidant beverage which contains erythritol, which is a sugar alcohol, Mm -hmm. similar to xylitol. Mm -hmm. The product claims that erythritol has no effect on blood sugar. And by the way, this particular beverage contains about 11 grams of carbs per one bottle serving. Even though it's a sugar alcohol and it's not recognized as a carbohydrate in the body passing in words, it's on not a caloric, through. It's not absorbed. It's not, exactly. Yeah. It's not absorbed, not caloric. Right. But anything that's tasting sweet to yep. your taste buds yep. is still going to stimulate some insulin. It's called a cerebral response. Yeah. To It's the brain responding to the perception of sweetness yes. that actually triggers an insulin response. Exactly. Yeah. Hello, pancreas, there's some sugar coming, there's some calories coming, there's something coming. So what's going on there? And Danny also has, please convey your thoughts regarding the consumption of this high uric acid levels and general health. Now, high uric acid, we also know, is associated with high insulin as well. So this may be a contributor Mm -hmm. to high uric acid. Yeah, people well, that, who already have says it, this beverage is twenty grams of carbohydrate. No, eleven grams. Oh, okay, that's and it's not, made with erythritol. That's erythritol. relatively small. Yeah, that's not a lot. But so, so is that? There's this thing about net carbs versus carbs. We just, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we could do a net carbs because there's no fiber in this drink. Oh. It's an antioxidant drink. Okay, it's not like a, a juice, a pressed juice, or anything like that. Okay, or a smoothie. It's an out of a bottle uh, beverage. So yeah. It may contribute, Danny, to high uric acid levels. You know, anything sweet tasting, but far less so than, than uh, if you're than, on a poor diet. Than if fructose, certainly, if it was loaded yeah, with yes. like a, drinking a soda mm-hmm. or a drinking a lot of fruit juice. Absolutely. Uh, or artificially, I mean, not, or naturally sweetened fruit juice, because sometimes they add, they have some fruit flavoring, these yeah. fruit, when it says <clears throat> fruit drink. It's not really fruit juice. Yeah. It's basically flavoring with a lot of high fructose corn syrup, which is a definite contributor to high uric mm-hmm. acid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Danny. Well, there you go. And another thing about sugar alcohols, you want to be careful. If you have too much, it can have a laxative effect. Oh. So if you're feeling yes. kind of, what's going on? Why am I all bloated yeah. and running? That's why. Anything with an all on the end, yes, xylitol, well. sorbitol, erythritol, maltitol, uh, those yeah. things, yeah, they're, they're sweet, Yes, but you take a lot of them and you get a little bit of a lax effect, which may be welcome for some people, but yeah. for others, it's For a, others, annoying. it's not. Yeah. It's very popular. Sugar alcohols are, are always used in a lot of low-carb products, so mm-hmm. be careful with all that besides I think it stevia. I Truvia. Stevia. Uh, stevia, but it's also erythritol, I think. It's a mixture. I, be- I believe yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
which yeah. you know it could be yeah I'm sort not of, sure. it sort of balances the bitterness of uh, stevia yeah. you know I often have to like go to the grocery store and read the labels of stuff because this stuff is not on my kitchen table yeah you know <laughs> yeah There's, I don't have this stuff at all so I need to go to the grocery store and you know at, at some point the manager said lady you've been in here three hours can I help you oh no I'm just reading stuff mm -hmm. that's funny anyway <laughs> well it's like it's like browsing in a bookstore you know? <laughs> But for you, it's right up your alley because yeah. you have to advise patients about these products. And, you exactly. have, and they're constantly changing mm -hmm. and you need to be aware of uh, the latest trends. Absolutely. What about allulose? Allulose is the latest. Now, I'm interested to see. The claim is that it has no impact. Mm -hmm. But I've not tried it myself. If it tastes sweet, there's got to still be some yeah. impact. But it may be less than everything else. Yeah. We don't know. Everybody wants to eat their cake and have Everybody, it. Exactly. Yeah. They want to eat their cake and have it. Exactly. Mm. So it remains to be seen over time. Back when stevia or sucralose yeah. first came out, mm -hmm. which is the yellow packet, the Splenda, we thought, oh, yay, everybody can eat this. Well, Apples was in favor of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And this was around That's the time that it first came on the some scene. Some little correction that I've applied to the Atkins thing Absolutely. because I just... I don't think he realized that that actually could be a contributor. What he was trying to do was be merciful to his patients and sure. allow them some form of gratification because Absolutely. he was so drastically restricting their carbs and their sweets. Yeah, yeah, and that's what happens later but it, on. It we all, found out. What we do know, and, and I just sent you an article. I don't know if you opened it, but I sent you yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, yet another article that suggests that these artificial sweeteners alter the microbiome. Yes, they all do, and. Potentially detrimentally. And what doesn't alter the microbiome? We have to just start taking that into consideration mm -hmm. from now on. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. We have a question from Karen. Dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, I love your podcast. I'll always look forward to learning something new. Thank you, Karen, for listening. I have a quick question about hormone replacement therapy. I had a hysterectomy in the last year. We'll likely be using an estradiol patch to help with the menopausal symptoms. Since I'm not at risk for uterine cancer, do I still need to take Prometrium with the estradiol? Or right. should I take the estradiol alone? Why or why not? Okay, I know so, this is a controversial yeah, subject. Well, no, it, so <clears> the, <throat> the, from the standpoint of conventional medicine, the only reason to take a progesterone, and it's usually a synthetic progesterone like Provera, which is, promotes weight gain, it has adverse effects on mood, it's not great, yeah. um, is to protect the uterus from the effects of the estrogen, so to balance the estrogen. And so if you have a uterus and you're taking estrogen, you must take a progesterone because yeah. it will prevent the uh, uterine lining from proliferating. It's yes. anti-proliferative and it will uh, prevent the development of uterine cancer. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I have many patients, the majority of my patients who've had hysterectomies, mm -hmm. and I just saw one last week, uh, who for years has been on a little estrogen replacement because she had terrible hot flashes. She really needed it and she's great now. She's mm -hmm. feeling, feeling good. But I also give progesterone, not because she has no uterus to protect, <clears throat> but because it has good mood effects. It has a relaxing effect. It yes, has, it does. with sleep. Yeah. And one of the cardinal symptoms of menopause is sleep disturbances. Sleep disturbances. Some women report or complain of anxiety. Yeah. It's because we're no longer washing progesterone anymore. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Progesterone is kind of a chill pill. Generally, yeah. a lot of women, not all, but many report that during pregnancy, they say, oh, I felt so relaxed. 
I, I, had I known, I would have gotten pregnant like you know four or five times. Yeah. Uh, because I felt so so mellow and relaxed. Well, you're just saturated with progesterone during pregnancy, mm -hmm. and that's a clue. I ask, you know, how did you feel during your pregnancy if they've had children, and if they say, well, I felt I felt good. I go, you know, then with your hormone replacement therapy, we really need to utilize uh, progesterone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we, we like the natural progesterone, natural micronized uh, mm -hmm. progesterone. Brand name is Prometrium, but you can also get generics of it. And why take a synthetic progesterone when the natural are available? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Thank you, Karen, for that very thoughtful question. So give us a preview of what we're going to talk about in part two, because we're going to flip it over mm -hmm. to part two, and I've got a little story that I can tell you at the top of the okay. segment. My my husband has had, has had coronary bypass surgery and calcium score of 700, and is he a candidate for the Cleary test? Clearly, yeah. Clearly. Okay. Yeah, so it, uh, we'll tackle that question in part two. Mm. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman course with Layla Muden, who is our resident nutritionist. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. Don't forget uh, that uh, sale if you're listening to this podcast on uh, Wednesday, August 24th. Uh, that's the last day of our summer sale at drhoffmanstore.com. You'll get 10% off plus free shipping.